Creative Babble. Good evening, my fellow Americans. I'm playing you a clip of former President Richard Nixon addressing the nation about a terrible accident, an accident that never happened. Fate has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. He's talking about the moon landing. In this very realistic video, the President of the United States is rewriting history. These brave men, Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin, know that there is no hope for their recovery. But they also know that there is hope for mankind in their sacrifice. I know this is a podcast and you can't see the video, but this really looks and sounds like Richard Nixon. But it's all fake. Apollo 11 astronauts landed safely on the moon, and Nixon never had to read this speech. These two men are laying down their lives in mankind's most noble goal, to search for truth and understanding. They will be mourned by their families and friends, it will be mourned by their nation. This deep fake video was created by MIT's Center for Advanced Virtuality. What is a deep fake? Well, think of it as a Snapchat filter, the kind that can swap faces with someone else. It's all done by artificial intelligence. But the difference here is that unlike that Snapchat filter, you're not in control. Someone else is taking your image and your voice and manipulating it to make you say something you would have never said. And at first glance, it's pretty convincing. Like this voice you're listening to right now. This is not Javier. Nope. This is actually an AI simulation of Javier's voice. He never uttered these words. That's right. That voice was not real. That was a deep fake version of me. This right here, this is the real Javier. Were you fooled? Or did you sense that something was just a little off? I've used that deepfake voice on several episodes, by the way. Mostly, it's because when I'm too lazy to re-record, instead, I just type in the word that I missed, and the computer spits out an audio file with my voice reading it. It is scary. And the technology is only getting better and better each day. Today, we're going to talk about deepfakes and how it could be weaponized to start wars and humiliate your kids at school. I'm Javier Leva, and I am also Javier Leva, and this is Pretend, stories about real people pretending to be someone else.
Picture this, a foggy evening, the whisper of secrets in the air, and an invitation to step back into the glamorous and mysterious 1920s. That's the backdrop of June's Journey, the game that's been keeping me glued to my phone lately. Instead of doom scrolling on social media, I am actually playing the part of June Parker, a daring detective with a personal mission to solve her sister's murder. And let me tell you, it is a roller coaster of emotions and puzzles. What's to love? Well, first of all, the thrill of hunting for hidden objects. I'm a sucker for these kinds of games. It's kind of like those books that we grew up with, but with a storyline that keeps thickening. Plus, the game takes place in New York to Paris, uncovering clues of scandalous family secrets that make you feel like a real detective. If you're ready for a dose of mystery, romance, and the glamour of the 1920s, June's Journey is waiting for you. Download it for free on iOS and Android, and let's see who cracks the case first. I am not Morgan Freeman, and what you see is not real. Well, at least in contemporary terms, it is not. What if I were to tell you that I am not even a human being? Would you believe me? What is your perception of reality? Is it the ability to capture, process, and make sense of the information our senses receive? If you can see, hear, taste, or smell something, does that make it real? Or is it simply the ability to feel? I would like to welcome you to the era of synthetic reality. Now, what do you see? Deepfake Morgan Freeman actually has a point. If something feels real, is it not? I mean, that's pretty deep for an AI-generated video. Remember, that wasn't a Morgan Freeman impersonator. That was just a machine creating the Academy Award winner's voice and video from virtually nothing. That means that in the near future, we could create videos of people doing and saying things that they never actually did. For example, let's say you lost someone you love. Can deepfake technology bring them back to life? Would that experience even be fulfilling? Hmm, who knows? I have a love and hate relationship with deepfakes. My first instinct is, this is scary shit. And it is. But I still can't help but binge all the deep Tom Cruise videos on TikTok. What's up, TikTok? You guys cool if I play some sports? Deepfake Tom Cruise is hilarious. But mostly I'm just fascinated with the technology. It looks uncanny. This technology is going to revolutionize Hollywood, like bringing back a young Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. May the Force be with you. It's pretty cool. But you're probably sitting there thinking, so what? These are all celebrity videos. What does deepfake have to do with me and my life? Well, I hate to break it to you, but a lot. What if your CEO calls frantically asking you to transfer funds to an account? This actually happened, by the way. According to a cybersecurity company called Semantic, scammers can use audio from YouTube videos and social media to create a synthetic voice of your boss. And in the case of the employee fooled by the deepfake CEO, the senior financial officer for the company fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Or what if an unflattering deepfake video of Jeffrey Bezos surfaces, causing Amazon stocks to crash? Well, that could hurt your wallet. Still not convinced? 
There are already tons of deepfake videos of former presidents Barack Obama and Donald Trump floating around. We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never say those things. For instance, they could have me say things like, President Trump is a total and complete dipshit. My fellow Americans, I have nonetheless decided to make the following announcement. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Most of these videos are benign, but in the wrong hands, this technology can easily be weaponized. Imagine what would happen if a deepfake video of President Biden showed him declaring nuclear war with Russia. I mean, this is hyperbole, I hope, but that video could potentially lead to the end of the world. And this one is actually not so hypothetical. It actually happened. The Ukrainians, шановні захисники, бути президентом виявилося не так же легко. Just last March, a deepfake video made its way through social media of the Ukraine president, Volodymyr Zelensky, telling his soldiers to lay down their weapons and surrender. Of course, this wasn't true. But this type of misinformation can have disastrous consequences during a war. We can all imagine how technology like this can easily trigger another world war. But this was never about politics. Deepfakes were created not to control nations, but instead to control women's bodies without their consent. If you trace this phenomenon back to the very beginning, you'll find yourself on a Reddit celebrity doppelganger porn form. In the beginning, celebrity porn was comprised mostly of shoddy Photoshop of celebrity faces over a porn actress's body. These videos weren't fooling anyone. But then, a Reddit user named Deepfake figured out that he could use existing artificial intelligence algorithms to make these celebrity porn videos look indistinguishable from the real thing. Until recently, sites like Pornhub were littered with deepfake celebrity porn videos. But now, the company says it's cracking down on these fake videos. In fact, if you search deepfake on Pornhub, you get this warning stating, quote, non-consensual content directly violates our terms of service. Unquote. Celebrities are easy targets because there are dozens of hours of footage that computers need to generate these deepfake videos. Luckily, you are probably not famous and you don't have a library of videos for someone to mine. But then again, isn't everyone an influencer these days? The problem with deepfakes is the lack of consent. The feeling that someone can manipulate your image and you have no control is terrible. Currently, there are few laws or technical solutions to actually help someone who's a victim of deepfakes. The only real thing you could do is contact the social media platform and hope that you could reach someone who could take it down. Yeah, good luck with that. Researchers at DeepTrace, an organization created to detect deepfakes, claim that 96% of these deepfake videos were pornographic and almost 100% of them were non-consensual videos of women. When we come back, we're going to talk about how much damage cyberbullies can do with the power of deepfakes. This technology is in its infancy. It's only going to get better and harder to detect. It can be used for revenge porn or for blackmail. Can you imagine? Someone could use a deepfake to blackmail, let's say, an elected official in order to gain access to classified information. 
Who knows? But here's the thing. I'm making this technology sound really complicated. And it, it is. It's complicated. But you don't have to be a computer whiz to figure it out. In fact, there are apps you could download right now on your phone to create your own deepfake. Imagine what a school bully could do with this technology. Long Island man facing felony charges accused of posting fake sexually explicit photos on a porn site. Prosecutors say that Patrick Carey faked images to make them look like his former underage classmates were engaged in sex acts and then shared them online. Patrick Carey is accused of creating nudes of his former classmates. He also included their contact information and encouraged people to harass them. It's horrible and it's affected these girls. Like you can't even imagine. These are good girls. They're in college. It's it's just horrible what this animal has done. They received uh, very sexually explicit voicemails or private messages from strangers. They were just living their lives and had their images taken um, and modified and shared to strangers to solicit rape fantasies. Then there's also the case of a Pennsylvania woman who's accused of posting and sharing deepfakes of a high school cheerleader. Maddie Haim was known for being a competitive cheerleader in Pennsylvania, but these days, if you search her name on the internet, you'll see that she's actually famous for something else. Maddie is a victim of deepfake cyberbullying. In a video anonymously sent to her coach, Maddie is seen smoking with a vape pen. Um, I was shocked, like surprised and scared because I didn't know who would be like able to manipulate a video like that because it looked really real. But Maddie says that this video is fake. Her coach received a text message from an unknown phone number claiming to be another parent. The text said, I feel like this is not how a young lady should be acting. This is not acceptable and I do not understand why this matter is not being taken more seriously. According to reports, the text was actually traced back to another cheerleader's mother who wanted Maddie kicked off the team. It turns out this mom also allegedly sent Dr. Nude photos of two other girls on the team. The woman was eventually arrested and convicted on charges of harassment of the three girls on her daughter's cheerleading squad. All right, so we talked about a lot of scary things on this episode. But are we making a mountain out of a molehill? Should you really be freaking out, or is this just alarmist BS? Here's the thing. You don't need deepfakes to spread misinformation. We've been publishing lies successfully forever. This is just another way of doing it. I remember when Photoshop first came out, and people were throwing fits about models and actors thinning out their thighs and smoothening their wrinkles. Hell, today... We know that half the pictures we see on social media or dating sites are probably not what these people really look like. I think the important thing is to be aware of it. Know that this technology is out there. Look at it this way. If everything can be fake, well, then nothing is real. Let's say a politician gets caught with his pants down at a truck stop bathroom stall. He could just claim it's not real. That wasn't me. That was a deep fake. The point is, we come across tons of misinformation on a daily basis. It's really up to you whether you want to spread it or not. If you see something on your feed that doesn't sound right, then don't share it. What if I told you that I'm secretly the host of Swindled Podcasts? And that monotone voice? Well, that's just another one of my fake artificial intelligence voices. It's possible. I'll never tell. 
For now, we'll see where deepfakes take us. Actors and politicians are already scrambling to protect their image. On October 3, 2019, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed into law two bills aimed at protecting victims of deepfake technology. The first bill protects against sexual exploitation from content made without the person's consent. The second bill makes it illegal to distribute malicious deepfakes of candidates running for public office. But remember, deepfake technology is not all bad. In fact, the great Dolly Parton is making plans for her music to live on forever, even after she's gone. She said she has hundreds and hundreds, even thousands of songs. A big part of them have never even been recorded, she says. There's enough stuff to go on forever with my music, to do compilation albums, to do new original stuff, she says. So in the future, Dolly's voice may last forever. Well, maybe when we die, we can live forever in eternity too. Maybe in the metaverse. It's kind of creepy, but also super exciting at the same time. Next time on Pretend, hear from a man who turned his dying father into a chatbot. Sit down with my dad, get a digital recorder, start walking him through his life and let him talk. You know, I just wound up with hours and hours of recordings of him talking about his life. The persona I want to preserve, it's it's my father's Hello Dad, a chatbot of my dad that I wound up calling the Dadbot. That's next time on Pretend. Creative Babble.